What if your life was a dance? What if you could learn to perform it with grace and power? My name is Tudor Alexander, and I want to be your partner as we choreograph the dance of life. Join me as we share in some of the most meaningful life lessons and strategies that I've discovered in my career as a professional athlete and entrepreneur. We'll talk business, transformation, gratitude, and everything in between as we dance our way through life. Together, we'll learn and navigate life's changes and dance to whatever the music is playing. Are you ready? It's time for the dance of life. Happy Friday to you. Today, we are back with another Create a Life You Love interview, where I interview people from a variety of places, artists, entrepreneurs, business people, professionals of all kinds, on how they are pursuing their passions and creating a life that they love and living it full out. Today, I have a very special guest, one of my oldest friends. My guest is Stephanie. How's it going, Steph? Hey, pretty good. Good Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you on the show. So, uh... Steph can kind of go on about what she's doing, but Steph and I, we've known each other for how long? Like uh, Over 10 years. Over 10 years. It's got to be more yeah. than that. Yeah. So you got some exciting things. You just got it. You kind of did a little career change. You just got married. So you got a lot of awesome stuff yes, going on in your I life. I did just get married. I got married um, two weeks ago. Congratulations. Actually. Thank you. You want to give a shout out to your new husband? Shout out to my new hubby. Nice. <laughs> and what do you what do you do for a living, Steph? You want to share that with them? Yeah, so for the last 10 years, I've been working as a marketer. Um, I really love it. Um, keeps me on my toes. Um, and I just kind of plan on sticking with it for the next 10 years moving forward. Um, but yeah, I, I, I work um, in digital marketing. I've worked with a lot of uh, big brands, also small brands so i've worked yeah. with a wide variety of businesses and and brands and it's not just local to arizona right like you guys I work have with national brands national brands yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah how long have you been working with the company you are with now so the company i'm with now i just it's pretty new i just started back in um, october before that i was working for i did a short stint with a startup mm -hmm. a medical startup so i kind of help um develop their digital marketing plan in the two months that I was there. Yeah. So I, I still did a lot in those two months. But before that, I was working in um, in corporate. I was working for a large hotel chain. So I did yeah. that for three years. And what, you know, one thing that when we were talking a little bit off air about your life, like I really like how you described your new place that you're working at. Like what do you love about that place that's different from, let's say, maybe a corporate environment being in market, especially in marketing. I mean, marketing's a ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, so the place that I'm at now, my favorite thing about it is it's just very highly collaborative. Mm. Um, and, and that's what I've been looking for. You know, coming from corporate, it was very, um, you know, there's a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of politics. Mm -hmm. It was very hierarchical. Um, but this place is very collaborative. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still um, title designations in terms of there's a director and a, yeah. and a, and a VP. But the people have just been very easy to work with. It's just very collaborative. It's 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 very much much more of um, a horizontal flow than yeah. Um, it's a lot more. It's a lot more flat. Um, and when there's a project, everybody is all hands on and collaborative. It's not a top down. So I I just really enjoy that. Yeah. Um. It's I think it's just it's a it's a more um vibrant atmosphere as mm -hmm. opposed to um the other type of um structure where it's more 
um, giving orders. Yeah, this yeah. is allow this. I think allows for um, a lot more creativity and just a lot more um, just a harmonious <laughs> work environment. Yeah, yeah. You feel that you don't have that overarching pressure on you to, you know, perform or whatever. It's much more like you're part of a group and you guys yeah. can all work together. Yeah, it's a team. It's a team effort. Yeah. And you know, when when there's a when we have successes mm. and we've recently had some successes and it's 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 we can say you know we all we all did this yeah, the team, team like go it. team yeah, you know that's so cool. it's it's a really good it's a really good feeling yeah it's it's interesting because we were talking about the future especially with marketing i mean it's such a constantly changing field you know especially with technology and social media and the future of marketing as an industry of people getting into it and and working into it like with the millennial generation with all this stuff changing in you know, telecommuting to work and social media. What do you think for companies that are marketing agencies, you know, and corporate, and what do they need to be paying attention for with this new generation? And how will they adapt for the future or, you know, sync, I guess, you know, based on the, because the hierarchy is changing. It's not so structured, like you were saying earlier when we were talking off air, that it's not your mom and pop's, you know, climbing the ladder anymore, you know? So what are, what's your opinion on that? I think companies need to really start paying attention to trends. Mm. They need to start really paying attention to, there's already been a lot of research on how people can be more productive. And, you know, the eight hour workday um, is an old notion, mm. you know, that was developed back when um, people were working in, in sweatshops, you know, yeah. so it's starting to be a little bit more archaic and there's been already a lot of um, tests and research on, on um, you know, a shorter work day and being, being more productive that way. Um, you know, there's already been a lot of, a lot of companies that have tried like more um, remote offices where people like work from home and they've actually, companies have actually saved money because they don't have to lease out an, an office space. Mm. So, so all of these things are happening. It's all, I mean, there's a lot of research behind it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, these are things are trending. So yeah, I didn't think Amazon just makes like some huge um, complex for people to, it had like a, I don't know where I saw this, but it had like its own like garden and like sushi yeah. restaurant or something like that. Yeah, a lot of huge... a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, companies that do this, and also there's a lot of um, a lot of places where you can go and live, and then people there just all they work at different companies, but mm -hmm. they all work remote, oh, and I it's see. kind of like a com communal living. And so, um, so these things, all these things are happening. All these trends are are happening, and it's coming. It's up and coming with the new generation mm -hmm. um, with millennials and even you know generations um, you know coming up um, and people companies need to start paying attention to that mm. um, because this is going to be the new workflow like yeah. sitting in a cube um, and the hierarchical uh, <laughs> type of structure is just not going to work it's not, not going to work, work anymore yeah, um, and, and and there's so many you know like people are working um, in these in these communities yeah. where there's like kitchens and there's uh, you know, like like everything is already there. Yeah, like a little village, almost. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little village. Um, and then there's like little cool workspaces with yeah. trees, and like everything is our like Wi-Fi is off the charts. Yeah. So and people there just kind of like work, um, whenever. And then yeah. it's like this, you know, this notion of like working from eight to five is also kind of being starting to be archaic because 
you know, sometimes you're more productive. People are more productive at night. Yeah. Some yeah, people are maybe be. productive in the middle of the day. Some people right. are maybe productive early in the morning. Like sometimes I get ideas like, you know, late at night, you know, and I, you know, I want to be able to, 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 work to then act and, on and, it. Yeah. And sometimes like life happens and you want to be able to be flexible. And, yeah. um, and that's really important with the, this, this young generation as they enter, as they graduate college, as they enter the workspace, and these companies that have kind of hold on, held on to these to their structures need to start um, embracing this change, this wave of 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 people, young people coming in. They need to cater to that, and yeah, they need absolutely. to to reach that audience. Otherwise, they're you know these these um these people are going to go work other places. Well, yeah, I mean, change is inevitable, and especially with with a field like marketing, I'm sure it's going to be changing more and more. So without any kind of adaptability, they, it will be very sudden and very fast. So, well, was your degree in marketing, were you always interested? What was life like as a kid? I mean, we've known each other for a long time, but when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like, what did you want to do? So this is going to be like completely left field <laughs> because when I was a child, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Oh, nice. Okay. So this is completely yeah. A complete I could see turn. you as a marine biologist. When I was when I was when I was in high school, I I loved science. Um, I still do. I I you know one of my guilty pleasures is I love watching nature shows. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. So um, I I love. Um, I'm did you a see huge the new planet lover. Earth? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I even watched the Blue Planet. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. I so I love watching stuff. that stuff. Um, so when I was younger, I was really into science. I love learning about like how things work and mm. why the, why they work the way they do. So I was and I was really good at it, and I and I loved um marine mammals yeah so i wanted to be i kind of was envisioning that i was gonna um be working with dolphins and so <laughs> it's fascinating i mean you know they're actually i heard recently they're trying to develop an algorithm and they think that in a couple more years like just like three or four or five something like that 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 we will actually have decoded the dolphin language wow yeah they're working on an algorithm to basically I guess categorize all these little beeps and things that they make and figure out how to communicate with them. That's like, awesome. Wouldn't it wouldn't that blow your freaking mind if you I could, would, if you could actually like talk to a dolphin? I would love to talk to a dolphin. And and like you could get their version of the world. It's like, oh my God, that's that's insane. I would yeah. that's mind blowing. That's so, pretty neat. So you wanted to be a marine biologist. What at what point in time did you decide, you know what, I really like marketing. I love you know, I would love to be in that kind of world. And what what about marketing did you like initially? I mean, so, you've been doing it for a while let now. Let me take you through the, through the the transformation, yeah, my seven transformations nah. <laughs> of nice. how I went from becoming a marine Let's biologist to to becoming um, a, a digital marketer. So, um, so I went through that phase where I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then like my, towards my last few years of high school, I was really inspired by an English teacher. Hmm. Um I got really into writing mm -hmm. um, and I, I wanted to be a writer. Like creative writing? Um, yeah. And then, so then I kind of, so then, kind of, yeah, I was really into creative writing, but then mm -hmm. that kind of morphed into when I went, when I started, when it was time to go to college, I chose journalism because I wanted to oh, write nice. for a living. So that was my major in college wow. I went to the Walter Cronkite um, School of Journalism, journalism at ASU. And uh, I've, went through um all the coursework for journal for journalism and i did a lot of i did some internships with um 
with publications.、Mm-hmm. I wrote for the paper. I did a lot of writing internships. So everything was was kind of like leading towards me becoming a journalist. Until I, upon graduating, I kind of and I was trying to break into that field, and I just kind of realized it was really competitive, and、mm-hmm. I didn't think I had a strong enough portfolio, like. To compete with everybody else that graduated,、mm. other people had like really good like samples and clips, and they just had like a stronger portfolio than I did.、Um, so I just I try. I mean, I tried. You know, when I got out of college, like I I, I tried applying for for journalism jobs,、mm-hmm. um, and I just found that it was、um, it was not as it was really competitive, and it was just not as lucrative. Yeah.、Um, well, I imagine too with the impact of the internet on yeah, that job, that、yeah. that's been a big change. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of, I mean, looking back, I'm kind of glad I I took I took the turn. So basically, like I started then I, I then started applying for、um, PR jobs and marketing、mm-hmm. jobs, which was. Not exactly.、Um, I mean, it's still kind of related. Yeah, yeah.、Um, you know, I, I was still able to use my my writing skills and all of the、um, the the knowledge and skills that I that I developed during my bachelor's degree. I was still able to apply it in marketing. Right. There's still uh, there's still it wasn't a totally new skill set. Right, right. There's still there's. I mean, I I would say like marketing is still a very、um, writing heavy field.、Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it was a complete loss. In fact,、um, a lot of Um, journalism majors end up in either public relations or or marketing anyway.、Right. So if they don't go into journalism, they kind of go into to marketing. So so it wasn't a complete loss. I'm still I, there's still a lot of writing、um, in 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 marketing, although slightly different. But、mm-hmm. you know you're still kind of like understanding who you're writing for. Yeah, you got to present something、yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, so it's not a it's not a complete loss. Um, but um, but yeah, that's kind of how I. I I started work my first job as a at a small marketing agency, and I was I was kind of like a peon <laughs> working. You know,、mm. I was writing the their their clients' e newsletters. I was writing press releases,、um, and then、um, I start I got into digital marketing, doing、um, search engine marketing, doing、uh, social media,、oh, doing、wow. email marketing, doing、uh, direct mail. Just basically all all kinds of、um, marketing. And、um, I've kind of started. Then I started getting into a niche、um, into more、uh, search engine marketing.、Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like it's it's be kind of become my forte is is、um, search engine marketing、wow. um, and basically like paid media,、um, like advertising on Facebook and、um, Twitter or such an、Instagram. interesting world. You know, we were talking about all that data that's being collected on everybody and how. From a marketing point of view, it's been such a godsend to be able to specifically target exactly what you want from a particular group. Like, let's say we you pick out moms, and then there's like fifty subgroups of different kinds of moms,、yeah. like stay-at-home moms, you know, about-to-be moms, you know, working moms, whatever. It's interesting how you can you have that all at your fingertips as a marketer. Yeah, you know, it must、With、be a golden age to the、really、technology has definitely helped. I mean, this was like if you go back into the fifties of when. You just marketing or advertising was just creating a billboard、mm. or putting an ad in the newspaper and then just hope it does well. Now they're spray the, and te- pray. yeah, spray <laughs> and pray. And then now technology is just becomes such an integral part of advertising and marketing. There's just so much more access to to data, and you could track everything. You could、mm. track your campaign from like you can track when a user clicks on your ad. To if they go to your website, or if、mm. they like jump off, or if then they they like read your blog, and so you can really like 
track this, you know, the path of the user mm. and you can really attribute um, your marketing dollars to each, cha- each channel. I mean, the technology makes this possible. So it's another, you know, reason why it's one of the reasons why I love this industry so much because yeah. it's so rooted in technology. And so you always have to be up to speed you always have to be yeah, there's it's always, always something changing, changing. always yeah. something new <laughs> exactly. now now like there's a lot of talk in the industry about ai mm. so um and then there's like the voice with like with alexa and google oh, home yeah sure so there's always something new to think about and then like w- with that technology you have to like learn to be creative and like adapt mm. so it's it's an industry that's always changing and that's why i i like it so much you brought up something actually really interesting right now that I wasn't even thinking about, but now I'm going to ask you this question. You brought up the idea of AI. So what I'm curious about is, what is the future of your job, let's say as a marketer, in doing what you're doing as AI, let's say 10, 15 years from now, whatever, as AI becomes more intelligent and starts to assume whatever, certain responsibilities and capabilities, what is the impact? Do you foresee anything impacting marketing and the kind of tasks that you're doing now as AI enters that field. I mean, right now, AI is relatively simple. It's not doing too many crazy things, but definitely it will be a factor in the future for everybody's job to consider to some degree. So do you see any impact in your particular line of work with the tasks that you're doing with AI? Yeah. And I I think that this is like AI is actually already impacting the industry because Mm. there's already a lot of tools and a lot of platforms that allow you to automate things Mm -hmm. and allow you to automate a lot of like the mundane things. Right. Right. A lot of like the repetitive things Um, like you can now you can you can generate a report so you don't have to, um, you know, sit down and like do it manually so you Mm -hmm. can like save time. So. How I how I see AI impacting the industry is that it will only it'll 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 free up some time. It'll make mm. marketers more efficient by um, being able to take on some of the repetitive tasks mm-hmm. that that marketers do, um, and a lot of like the people like a lot of the things that people normally don't want to do, um, like the like the repetitive tasks and the mundane tasks. Do you think it'll ever, one thing, I mean, I I see that too, but one thing like, for example, that comes to mind is that how we are growing to be more and more self-reliant. Like people can self-publish and self-market in so many ways. Like for example, the other day, I had one of my students show me this little pamphlet that she made through Google. Like she just literally went into her Google photo album and for like 20 bucks, she can order this little booklet that's like, arranged for her randomly according to Google somehow. It's like a flip book and she's, you know, marketing different things about her Instagram account. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like you just pay 20 bucks and they deliver you this like little pamphlet. You can go talk to people. So as those things, you know, before you had to like go to a very extensive process to create something like that for yourself. And now we're getting in the world where everybody can become a creator to some degree. And you have a lot of uh, services that are popping up to help a creator manage their own stuff. What to what effect is technology? I mean, it's definitely helping with marketing. Do you foresee? I don't know if I'm kind of communicating correctly, but do you foresee the impact of technology in a reverse way, in the sense that by empowering people to individualize their production, their marketing, you know, their efforts, is that going to 
impact your kind of career in a negative way in the future? Or the I, people I actually who are- think it's it's really great that that people have access to those kinds of technology, mm-hmm. like being able to to create that booklet or yeah. you know you like create like your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I really think it's great that that individuals. Um, have that that power and have that ability like you can go on youtube and create a, a youtube channel and you, yeah. like you can just be um you can just promote your own brand on youtube so i i think that's that's really great but so that's on an individual level mm. i think like on like a a, a macro level mm. like for example like big brands like a big company yeah, yeah i think like they have more sophisticated um marketing efforts Got it. i think like I think that um, you know, like they're not gonna go on. They're not gonna go on. Um, you know, like yeah, it's not too go big on. of a project yeah. to worry about. So like these little thing, like these little tools and little platforms, I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I I I think they're going in the right direction, and and like it's. I think it's it's great for like you know like an individual on an individual level, like people. Um, being able to create their brand and then connect mm. with people, and I think that's that's amazing that people can you know we can be more connected now than we can before um but i think like on a macro level like with bigger brands and things like that um you know i think it, it, that's kind of that operates on a kind there'll of there'll always level. be a demand for brand management pretty absolutely much. Yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and then even like going back to the ai topic you know like even though like there you know there's a lot of talk with ai and that they can kind of like take on a lot of the, the mundane and like repetitive tasks um there's still like there there still needs to be like a human element yeah a lot of a lot of big brands like they like they they're wary um that it's all going to be that it's all Mm -hmm. like their their marketing is going to be handled by just machines and Mm -hmm. just like ones and zeros they they're skeptical of that yeah they want they want that they want to have like a human element in it and that's one of the things that um they're talking with other with with big brands and like pitching clients and stuff like that like one thing that i that we like at least in my company that we always include in our pitches is you know that we have we we use a combination of of technology and a human element human touch yeah yeah. because like things like coming up with strategy and coming up with ideas yeah high creative processes yeah yeah, that that kind of thing like Mm -hmm. that needs like you know a team yeah (laughs) so absolutely yeah very cool well with your career i mean you've been doing this for a while was there any point in time you can think back to that there was like a a big break in your confidence you know towards what you're doing i mean we talked a little bit about recently how you Maybe it was recent with this new career move into the place that you are working at now and how it's such a supportive environment. I always ask people who are, you know, in their hustle, in their grind, there's always those little moments when we're like, man, I'm on the right path. You know, like I really feel good now is that little bit, whether it was your first client or whether it was, you know, the first encouraging word from a boss or, you know, you nailed one presentation, whatever it was. What was that moment for you when when it really you know, you're fresh in the field or whatever, you know, you had just kind of moved from journaling into marketing or journalism. What was a moment for you when you can think back and say, yeah, this was like, I kind of felt a little more official now or it really boosted my confidence in the path that I'm on right now. So I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I have like one particular moment. Like I wish I could say like there was that one moment where I knew like I've, I've made it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really more of like, an accumulation of moments yeah um like small wins Mm -hmm. that have happened throughout throughout my career where i was like like 
wow like this is this is good like i'm mm. on like you said like i'm on the right track like this is this is where i want to be um so so yeah there's been it's been it's been little moments like um winning a client yeah. um being able to present being able to hit goals for a client yeah so little benchmarks yeah being able to to yeah being able to crush goals for a client and and being able to say um you know like here this was your goal and look we surpassed it mm. um so so those those moments are always like nice like pat on the back type yeah. moments and um th- those are those are the moments that um you know like you know it's like little like little personal victories you know yeah. that you contributed to that and that you that you did that and um you know whenever um you hear positive feedback from a client when they're you know you're like wow they you know they say wow you did such a great job on this you know like this is really great you know mm. just hearing that from clients i think like um you know people take that for for granted yeah. because it's so it's such a small moment in like the grand scheme of things but really it's like i would say like it's like an accumulation of those moments. Up, yeah, yeah when you like think back in your you know you're looking back at your career um i can't pinpoint a moment that's yeah. like this is the moment because it right, was like right. it's more like okay throughout my career there were all these like tiny moments tiny where like moments. Mm-hmm. you know you you crushed the goals for a client and um you know and it was like a little mini celebration of your victory yeah so. i mean those are key it's like those they they add up and they give you that momentum and then pretty soon you look back and you're like holy smokes how did i even get yeah. here from and then that it's those little step. things that keep you going mm-hmm. you know when like those little things like when you when you get when you get that feedback and you're like okay like this and then it yeah. motivates you to keep going you know absolutely so. And I think another point, important point to, to to top on top of that is that you can't get that feedback unless you keep acting because mm-hmm. you're going to have failure. You're going to have, you know, those types of situations. But you don't stop. Don't quit. Don't let that failure stop you because there may be that good feedback waiting for you on the next action, you know, that's going to give you that boost. So that's an important point. Well, with your future, you know, going forward, you know, this was kind of, we talked about coming up to the path and where you are now, but looking ahead, where do you want to be? Let's say in 10 years, 15, 20 years, what's your future like and what do you need to do right now and what are you doing right now to get to that future? Um, so I, I kind of want to stay in the same industry. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I really like this industry a lot um, and I've, I've been doing this for over 10 years, so mm-hmm. I've kind of in a place where... Um, you know, this is, this is, this is my, my field. Um, and I, I, I'm not like burnt out at or anything like yeah, that. You're I really enjoy it. Yeah. I'm really established. Yeah. I'm really established. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think in the next 10 to 15 years, um, it would be, I think it would be really great to get into like being a consultant for this, mm-hmm. um, being able to just kind of do this, um, you know, kind of like on my own. Yeah. Um, like working with companies on their brand yeah. strategy and yeah, things yeah, like that. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I would love to be able to just kind of, because um, that's, to me, like my favorite part of working with a client is like creating their strategy mm. and creating, um, like, you know, develop, helping them develop their brand mm-hmm. um, and coming up with like the tactics, Yeah, um, coming up with their plan. To me, that's my, my favorite part. Um, and then obviously there's like the actual execution. Yeah. Um, to like you know i wanted to just kind of get away from that mm-hmm. um right now i'm kind of doing both <laughs> yeah, yeah so i kind of want to get away from like 
the execution part and really just working with brands to kind of like you know help them like think about their brand and help them like think about like which channels to go after and like which what their audiences are and like figure out like how they should be testing how mm-hmm. they should think about testing so that's kind of where i want yeah, to what's get. the blueprint basically yeah yeah that's yeah. what that's that's what the part i enjoy the most mm-hmm. um and i kind of do a little bit of that at my current company you know when they're when there's a new client and they they um get me on board and they mm-hmm. they have me develop the the proposal and the plan and that's yeah. my favorite part so um so what am i doing right now to kind of get to that well i think like this job is kind of like prepping me for that so yeah. it's giving me like you know it it's helping me it's training me to 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 start kind of thinking about like strategy and like presenting how how to like present things to clients and also like um how to like develop the tactics for for mm. each channel um and because the environment that i'm in right now is very collaborative and also very um they're very open to new things mm-hmm. unlike the previous place where i felt like it was very restricted like you yeah. can only like do these things um so this place is like very like um innovative mm. so that's i like that word yeah, yeah innovative cool. so they they're very innovative so if like if i have an idea they're like oh yeah like go for it you know yeah it's a fertile ground for things yeah, to grow yeah so i think like so like i think that i think i'm in a really good place right now um, to start, you know, where I can I can really like push myself to be to be innovative. I can mm-hmm. really like push myself to um, come up with strategy, brand strategies. Yeah, see that, how what's the creative energy inside? Yeah, of you, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. So I'm in a place where I can kind of like hone hone that skill mm-hmm. and like really like develop that skill. And so I think um, I'm ho- so I'm hoping like this will kind of like continuing to work here mm. will you know kind of like maybe working here for like five, you know another like the next five years or something yeah um i can st- i can really like develop myself as a as a professional and really like you know just add to my my experience you know um my already growing portfolio i think that's my goal is to just like amass as much experience as possible mm-hmm. so i can like have like the um the credentials yeah you know? yeah and know how to really interpret somebody's situation and give them a solution and create a like you said a blueprint for it Mm -hmm. so well kind of a little question here about some struggle in your life i mean obviously 10 years is not going to pass without some sort of Mm -hmm. challenges what's a memory that you can think back to in your career that was really a challenge for you and specifically how did you get over that challenge because that's really what i'm looking for is what was the issue but how did you get back to being motivated how did you get back to you know having peace and love in your life whatever it was that you got back to but how did you jump the hurdle yeah so those those 10 years definitely did not did did come with a lot of struggles and a lot of failed failures um i mean that's just how life is yeah Um, i think to to not say that is unrealistic so um you know i was in a situation i was in a really um unpleasant situation i was in a kind of toxic work environment um like i mentioned this this job that i have is new so before that i was kind of in a very toxic place um you know, the i had pe- the person i the people i was working with were were not very conducive to my growth um they were it they was like it was being it was the feeling was like being struck down um mm. and and really being like it was like condescending so um so it was a, it, it, I, I would say like the last 
six months working there was was a struggle hmm. you know um and it was it was i was not i was not happy in that place um and then leaving that place was was really was really hard you know because it was like not only was i you know not out of a job but i was also like defeated yeah <laughs> like yeah. personally like i was defeated you know um so you know it was it, it was hard like you know i was depressed for a while because like i was you know i was out of a job but then i was also um you, you know inter internally i was struggling with self-esteem mm. and so that was that was really hard um you know but you still one little thing that i find that's really good though is that regardless of all those feelings you still had the courage to leave because a lot of times people will remain in those situations even though they're terrible for your creativity for your whatever health they still remain in it for some form of dependence or feeling like they don't yeah. want to hurt anybody or anything like that you know and yeah. you still had the courage to to leave i'm know? i'm a firm believer now or i actually I always i always have been <laughs> <laughs> i'm a firm believer that that if you're in a place, if you're in a workplace that you're just not happy when you go and you go home and you're not happy, it's not worth it. Right. It's really not worth it. Like, why are you, why are you doing it? Hmm. Um, you know, you should just, I mean, like getting, getting up and just, and just leaving is, is really hard, but, um, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, life, I mean, life, life is, is ticking away. Life <laughs> is too short to stay in a job that, that you hate. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I'm not, that's not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, it's not easy. It was definitely very hard to do, to do, especially if you've been working there for so long. Like I've, I've contributed so much to that company and, mm. and having to leave it was really yeah, hard. Yeah. Having because, to let all that go. Yeah. Feels... Cause you've worked so hard for this company. So, so it's not, it's not easy, but if you, but at the same time, you shouldn't work in a place that is making you unhappy. And it's mm. also like, it's also damaging to you as a person. Yeah. It's just, it's not worth it. Um, you know, if I could do it all over again, I would probably, I would have probably like had left sooner. Um, mm. but I kind of was like trying to, um, I was trying to like go through, I was trying to like write, write it out and see if I could, if I could, um, overcome the obstacles. Um, I think I'm just kind of the kind of person I try to, you know, always, I try not, I try to fight my own battles. Mm -hmm. Um, but then there comes a time when you just have to be like, okay, you know what? I need to think about myself. Like enough is enough. You know, I gotta, I gotta go where it make, where I'm happy. Um, so, so yeah, it was hard. And like, um, I think where I think like, you know, you just have to keep going, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, you just don't, you don't, you don't give up. I mean, um, you just have to like, and that's what I did really like inside I was, I was maybe not all together. I was mm -hmm. like screaming and, 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 um, crying inside and I was defeated inside. But you know, you, you, it's like fake it till you make it. Like you put on the yeah, face, like yeah. you go to interviews and like put, you know, wear the, wear, wear the, uh, you know, your, your suit. And then like you pr pretend <laughs> that, you yeah. know, you have it all together, like yeah. you're, you're on it. And it's, and then like, that's really what it is. It's just perseverance and, and, um, you know keep go, keep going at it and like i think like i also had like a really good support system mm. um like i have really good family um that was supportive and um you know my husband was really was really supportive during this whole time um so that helped a lot yeah that's really important so but i think it's really just like gut 
uh, not gut, grit. grit. That's what I mean. Grit. Gut too. I mean, yeah, you know, gut. it does take guts to really <laughs> yeah, to leave those chains and yeah. to, you know. Yeah, and it's and it's really just like you know, obviously when you leave, it's when when I left, it was really hard. You know, it was a struggle. Mm. Uh, but like I said, I was depressed after it happened. But um, you just have to kind of keep going. Like you can't you can't stop. So um, that's how I overcame it. Yeah, that's the message of the day: is just keep going. Well, currently, right now, with what you're doing, I mean, you're in a much better place, obviously. But I'm always curious about people's recurring obstacles things that are you know whether it's an external thing that's just part of your industry or you know people you work with or if it's internal like you know you're a procrastinator or whatever i don't know what's a recurring obstacle for you that just you know it's it's recurring it's happening over and over again and how do you recover from it you know like let's say okay you're more creative at night so you're not a morning person but yet your job requires you to be there at five in the morning that is a recurring obstacle, you know, like you have to overcome that somehow. So like what for you is a recurring obstacle and how do you overcome it? How do you get out of it? So this is kind of related to, you know, what I was saying about like where I was, the toxic workplace where after mm-hmm. I left, I was very much defeated and um, inside I was, I just my I lost my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm still kind of like the remnants of that are still mm. affecting me internally. So in my day-to-day, sometimes at work, um, I appear not as confident mm-hmm. um, because of that that previous experience. Yeah. Um, and so it's something that I'm that I'm working on, and I'm actually like working on it with with my boss, um, where I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be more confident and like be more commanding. Mm-hmm. Um, with myself and just mm-hmm. like you know the work that i do um and just being like just owning owning my work and owning um my ideas yeah and owning your quality and yeah so so that's something that that i'm currently working on um and i i personally just take feedback really well mm-hmm. like um when people give me feedback like i take it to heart mm-hmm. i really do so like you know when like she so one way I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing it is like I'm working with her, mm-hmm. so she's help, she's kind of become like she's helping me, like she's, a mentor. She's kind of like much. mentoring yeah. me and like helping, and like she's helping me, um, be more confident, um, you know, being able to just um continuing to like work with with clients and um work with just people within the company within the agency and just working on on my confidence um and just like being more commanding mm-hmm. of myself and. It's really just having like that in the back of my head um, and being aware of it, like mm. self, like having awareness of it. Um, yeah, knowing when you're getting triggered into like doubting yourself or being, you know, low self-esteem, like, hey, wait a minute, let me like yeah. not be so harsh on myself. Yeah, or- yeah, it's, a, it's, just, it's just like a, a, an awareness thing, you know, on your day to day, even mm-hmm. if it's like a little, even if it's like a little thing, but like. You know, like I said, like going back to like all these little things add up to big things. And yeah, so absolutely. like if you're constant, so if you're like, if it's something that, that you're aware of in the back of your mind and like in your like daily interactions, you incorporate that, you know, like in, in the little moments in your life, mm-hmm. it starts to add up, you know? Yeah. So like, I think a lot of people try to think like, try to have like one big thing, like, you know, they want to mm-hmm. like, they try to build up to a big thing or something like that. When I think like, it's more important to focus on little like actions, little moments, you know, mm-hmm. little actions, because, you know, train yourself to do that, you know, kind of like dance where you, 
you practice a little bit every day and are you going to get that move or right, or that yeah. technique right away no like if you have to it do it every time. day so it's yeah. the same thing like you have to be aware like you need to you know this is what you need to work on and then just like do little things every day yeah that contribute to that really become and you know have a good relationship with the process i think seeing the, the next step and being okay with those little steps every time i think yeah. sometimes just like celebrate the little the yeah. little victories yeah absolutely know? Well, what are some strategies that you use to stay in the flow when you're doing your creating, your marketing, your, you know, high powered stuff? There's always something going on at work. So what for you uh, is, are some effective strategies? I mean, a lot of people meditate. Some people, you know, have different ways to get themselves in that creative flow. What do you do? I like to stay current with the industry so mm -hmm. i follow a lot of um, industry publications mm -hmm. um i read a lot of um in, like industry like trade um publications and Got a it. lot of like i keep up to date with with trends mm -hmm. um so i keep up to date with the news and what's happening um and like new technology that's being developed so i just i just like subscribe to a lot of um publications and mm -hmm. organizations um, and you have I just, a particular time in the day when you like catch up on all that stuff. Like it's really a just routine? like it's it's just constant. Okay. <laughs> really, it's like <laughs> I follow these I follow these things on social media, and so they post they frequently post like articles and right. things like that, and like new new things and happening in the industry. Sometimes they'll post like, "Hey, this company like did this, you know, with their client, you know." Mm. So I I just I read um, yeah, a just lot see of that what other stuff. People are doing. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, and I get like email alerts and stuff like that for this stuff. So I'm on, I'm always like, I'm just always on like seeing what, what's going on with the industry. So that's my create, my creative flow. And mm -hmm. that's how I get like, that's how I develop new ideas. New, that's how I develop, I develop new ideas by reading other people's ideas. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's, I mean, ultimately, I don't think there's anything original anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, we're just synthesizing what from two other things, you know, or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's really like, I mean, that's, that's what I do to keep ahead in the industry. That's what yeah. a lot of people do in the industry is like, you know, they, you follow, we, everybody follows the same, the same publications and the yeah. same, the same sites. And then you just, you know, just keep up to date with the trends. Yeah. yeah. Any interesting ones in particular that you follow? Um, you I follow like? uh, Search Engine Land. Mm -hmm. um, I follow um, Adweek. Adweek is really good. Um, TechCrunch. Um, those are my top. I've heard of TechCrunch. Yeah, TechCrunch mm -hmm. is really good. Um, not so much like they're more like um, they're more like techie stuff. Not yeah, yeah. But like they'll have like some some relevant. Um, they have like some marketing stuff too, but Search Engine Land it's it's very niche. It's about like search engine marketing and then oh, like Search it. Engine Journal too. Um, and then I follow um, like anything on um, like AdWords, like AdWords Blogspot. So very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been getting into Medium lately, which is this platform for a lot of different publications. So it's it's so cool to, I think, reading on a regular basis in general. Just you're either producing and creating, or you got to be learning. You know, like learning is something that you have to continually include in your life. And we have such a vibrant access to all kinds of different things these days with all these different publications it's so interesting what you can find from other people's perspectives so i always found that really interesting i, I never used to do a lot of online reading before i like books but i never got into online too much well anything you're excited for that's coming up in your life any other projects did you go on a honeymoon yet 
Um, so we are going on our honeymoon um, in August. So in we, August, yeah. Nice. So Where we, it's going? a little. We're going to Belize, so I'm really excited about that. Mm, <laughs> so nice. I'm really looking That's forward to that. Good. Yeah. Very cool. And well, I want to ask you one more question here because we're coming up on the end of the interview. Actually, two more questions. But I forgot to ask you what advice do you have for people in marketing? I mean, this is a good one because a lot of people might be listening or they might have friends that are in that career. You know, or what your life path has brought you over these last 10 years is a lot of life lessons. What can you share about what you've learned about life, about your career that you want to give to other people who are maybe just starting out or in the field or maybe they've been doing it for a while just like you? Anything that you want to give them? Um, yeah, two things. Um, so never stop learning. This is a very evolving industry that mm. changes very frequently. It's very rooted in technology. So it's also very rooted in, in current events, as you know, with like the Facebook stuff happening. So mm. um, it's very, it's very timely. So always be, always be learning. Always Are be... Are you saying always be closing? <laughs> <laughs> always close too. To close, you have to learn. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so always be, always be like learning and keep up with, with industry, with the industry trends. Yeah, and absolutely. And just never, and like keep, you know, like keep pushing, you know, like I said, you know, you'll have failures, like every, everyone has failures and like, you know, keep, keep, uh, keep pushing and like, you know, like keep persevering because, um, like the moment you quit, then it's over, mm. you know? So, um, like just keep, you know, keep pushing and then like keep, um, celebrating the little moments of victory, you know, that yeah, those, like that. those will yeah. keep you motivated and those will keep you going Mm. very cool well what's the biggest thing you're grateful for right now um just my family um you know um you know see like with my wedding like seeing all my all my family there and all our friends how many people do you guys have um we had about 70 people wow okay so so it's not 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 too not too big and it was pretty intimate so it's what we wanted and so like just like seeing like all our, our family there like mm. and you know our, our friends like supporting us so uh, so i'm just really like i think really grateful for like the support system that i have in my life you know like my husband and my parents are are so great like they're they're so supportive and um you know my sister and my friends um so yeah i'm just like really grateful for like the people in my life yeah absolutely well, where can they find out more about you or your company that you work for if they want to do any marketing or they want to learn more about you? I guess I don't know if you want to plug your company, but um, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to reach me, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. There you go. <laughs> what about your company? What's your company called? Um, my company is is called Manifest manifest yeah nice. so you can That's go cool to company. you can visit our our website manifest.com um and see we have offices in um here obviously in in phoenix in chicago st louis dc and new york um so we have a pretty uh wide footprint um so yeah feel free to visit our our website and if you have any if you have branding needs yeah, marketing needs <laughs> shoot us a line (laughs) that's right time to market yeah cool awesome well that concludes our interview on creating a life you love guys thank you for tuning in my guest today is stephanie 
She's been one of my friends for one of the longest times here. I hope you really enjoyed her interview and all the things we discussed today. Thank you so much for supporting the show and helping me create a resource for people to empower themselves in creating a life they love. And thank you again, Stephanie, for having this awesome interview. Yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week. You're listening to the Dance of Life podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. Join me weekly as I discuss my most meaningful life lessons and strategies on entrepreneurship, transformation, gratitude, and how to dance your way through life. For the latest content and bonus material, make sure you get subscribed using your favorite listening platform. And if you like today's episode or want to contribute to a future episode, share your ideas and keep the conversation going at danceoflife.com. And remember, life is short, so you might as well learn to dance your way through it. Until next time, I'm Tudor Alexander, and this is The Dance of Life.